0: The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom.
1: My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom. But I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous for what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation.
0: It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you.
1: Yes, we are here for you today, and uh, I hope that this show is going to be specifically for you. It's exactly what you need, because man, is it relevant. So welcome moms, dads who are listening. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, where we encourage moms, because we like to focus on your amazing value as a mother in this world. So how would you like to know the four words that can turn your health around or could just keep you and your kids healthy? I know a ton of people are dealing with pandemic weight gains and all that sort of thing. And so this is the perfect topic today. We've got the author of a breakthrough book on creating a healthy lifestyle. And he'll give us just four little words that could create a new and healthier lifestyle for you. Plus, learn what foods can prevent cancer and build your immune system. Those are pertinent things these days. So stick around, ladies. And guys, that's all coming up on Channel Mom in just one minute. adult in your home that needs a summertime job well i've got something for you working at camp idrahaji could be the exciting opportunity your young person needs they can earn competitive wages while growing in their faith and impact the kingdom of god by pointing campers to christ this year we need your help finding qualified summer staff due to covid restrictions our ability to recruit on college campuses is limited so please help us spread the word to find our amazing summer staff go to idrahaji.org to apply Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at channelmom.com.
0: It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean-Schmidt. We're here for you.
1: Hey, welcome back. I hope you're having a good day. How are you today? I know everybody's got struggles, so I hope you're doing All right today, or at least are holding out hope that things can get better because they can. Uh, I'm going to start with a little mom market shout out. A welcome to all of our podcast listeners. Also, the moms in Oklahoma, Omaha, and Lincoln, Nebraska, Little Rock, Arkansas, Kansas, Colorado Springs, Idaho, and right here in beautiful Denver. So glad to have you guys on board. I do hope the show is a blessing to your motherhood today and to your physical well-being. Like, have you gained the pandemic poundage? uh, (laughs) because my producer Mark is nodding to that one. He's showing me his belly. Well, you know, like it's still got a shirt on it. He's not lifting up a shirt or anything. Um, Yeah, a lot of folks have. I had a friend call me the other day and we were supposed to get together and I haven't seen her in three or four years. And she said, I just want to warn you, I've gained the COVID-19. And then I did a little research on it and uh, discovered that 61% of Americans say that they have gained, and I think this is adults, American adults, say they've gained uh, weight during... During the pandemic, during the lockdowns, and you can see why people are trapped in their homes. And they say that the average weight gain is 15 pounds. So I know that a lot of you listening, I'm not saying you've gained weight, and I'm certainly not shaming anybody because I get it. It's been a tough year. Um, And I think I've gained a couple of pounds too. So we're all in this together. But I thought that I would uh, seek out this wonderful guest who I think is going to be a blessing to you today to deal with that stuff. So I'm going to. First, before we get to him, well, no, you know what, I'm just going to tell you about him first and then we'll do the song thing. Uh, I have asked, at the very beginning of the show I asked, would you like to know the four words that can turn your health around and keep you and your kids healthy? Just four words. The author of a breakthrough book called Eat, Sleep, Move, Breathe. See, I gave it away. Dr. Lars Thestrop, MD, is in the house today with us and he's going to share the four words that can build your health. Plus, tell us what foods can prevent cancer and build your immune system. He's an emergency medicine physician in Houston, so he knows what he's talking about. He's also the co-author of that new book. He's got other folks who wrote the book with him. Welcome to Channel Mom, Dr. Thestra.
0: Hello, thank you for having me.
1: Oh, we're, we're glad to have you. Okay, so I do this thing where I pick a soundtrack that kind of goes with the theme of the day. I could not find a song about eating and sleeping and move, moving, but I did find a song
0: about breathing. 90 miles an hour going fast as I can Trying to push a little harder Trying to get the upper hand So much to do in so little time It's a crazy life It's ready, set, good, It's another ride Dresses on the
1: What a good reminder from uh, Johnny Diaz. Is it Diaz? It's Diaz. Yeah, Johnny Diaz. Thank you for that, Mark. Producer Mark went and found that for me. Um, I mean, that's relevant that we start with that because especially right now, I mean, first of all, people are afraid to breathe because of masks and everything else, but but it's essential to our health. And you've got these other three words that go along with breathe that you're going to tell us are are, are literally going to be a turnaround for us if we just apply these in our lives. So tell us what motivated you to get out there and give people this advice to eat, sleep, move, and breathe?
0: So, you know, it's actually interesting. The whole concept from the book came from a patient interaction I had in the ER several years ago. Um, and, and, you know, this was pre-COVID. Uh, I went and saw a patient, and she was in her early 20s, and she was listed as coming in for a medication refill. But when I went in the room and started speaking to her, she said to me, why do I have hypertension diabetes? And the first thing that should concern you is uh, she's in her early 20s and she has hypertension diabetes, but this has become such a commonplace thing that we've seen nowadays, Uh um, which is quite scary. Yeah. So this completely threw me off guard and um, I had expected at least someone to explain it to her at this point, but as it turned out, she was always told she had hypertension diabetes, but never why. Um, so I started asking some basic questions. I asked about the diet. I said, what are you eating every day? She says, well, I do fast food twice a day, and I usually do a microwavable meal with a vegetable in the night. Um, and during the day, I'll snack on chips and candy, but I, I never do it at night. I never snack on them at night. I said, okay, that's, that's good. She said, and I asked her about exercise. And she said, well, you know, I walk from my car to the office and back, and I track my steps throughout the office all day. Uh, When I asked her about sleep, she said she averaged about four to five hours of sleep a night um, because she really wanted to catch up on her shows that she missed throughout the day. And she said she never really took a mental time out for herself in the form of meditation, prayer, or just sitting and being without any distractions. Wow. So I I asked her if she'd ever considered purchasing a book just to start with on healthy eating. And she looked at me and said, would you want to read a 300-page book about dieting? And I kind of laughed and I agreed with her and I said, you know, in fact, I'd read one of those books and it was very difficult, um, but that was really the moment where the idea of, you know, why are we trying to bring so many concepts to one person under one title? Let's let's try to simplify things. And Eat, Sleep, Mood, Breathe was born at that moment. So really what I was trying to do with this book when I came up with the concept and then I brought in Jenny and Connor into it was create a book where the different ideas of what we felt was were important to a lifestyle were addressed in a way that they were simplistic but they could begin that journey easily. Um, it's 170 pages. Yeah short. We keep yeah we keep it short and we keep each section very focused on those important ideas within that section. Um, and and the important thing I thought as well was providing readers current evidence so they know it's not just us coming up with ideas, but essentially it's an evidence-based book. Now, obviously, some things have been researched better than others, but we will pro- we provide in that book that evidence for that concept so you understand what the basis of that recommendation is.
1: And we're going to talk about some of that. I do want to read a little bit of the back because I found it intriguing, the back of the book. Uh, here's what somebody wrote for you. <laughs> too often, books on health and wellness are too long and cumbersome to motivate the reader. Thick books weighed down with technical jargon can be overwhelming for the average person. This book remedies that by focusing on four pillars of health, eating cleaner, sleeping better, moving more, and calming your mind. Now that's not as intimidating when you put it that way. And and because it's, you know, not very many, it's a tiny little book. Uh, it it is an intimidating, but we're not here just to sell the book. We're here to talk about ideas, too, that uh, kind of bless some mothers and, and some dads listening today. So, so why don't we launch in to, to the research? And we'll just start with the first topic. The, again, the book is Eat, Sleep, Move, Breathe A Beginner's Guide to Living a Healthy Lifestyle. We're going to give a couple of copies away on the air today if you want to call in for that. 303 873 1935. 303 873 1935. Or if you're listening on the weekends or anywhere else in the U.S., you can also email us. Channel- channelmom at gmail.com channelmom at gmail.com I think this book could be a blessing to some people who win it for free so let's talk about the four pillars by starting with the first one eat and it's it's obvious we need to eat cleaner but but talk about some of the evidence and you know what I was really intrigued uh, on the section on salt because I'm a pretty healthy eater but I don't think a lot about salt and I'm sure I get way too much of it so so launch into what we do to eat
0: so the way we focused on eat was we really wanted to bring the concepts of, you know, it's sort of what are we having our food out there right now? Yeah. And, you know, obviously there are some terrible culprits out there in our food. Uh, just to give an example, high fructose corn syrup. Uh, you know, where is this coming from? What is it doing to us? We know it's associated with something called non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. We know that's in a lot of our beverages. We know our kids are taking it in every day in their sodas. Uh, we know that it's associated with obesity, heart disease. We know also it's associated with colorectal cancer, but yet we keep having it in our diet. Things like artificial flavors, um, your food dyes. We know these are associated with ADHD. We have evidence on that. Um, why we still have those in, in our food has is, is always been a little beyond me. Um, but I, I think the important thing here is to the way we laid out eat is for you to get an idea of when you look at that label, on that food that you're getting, what is it that I'm actually putting into my mouth and what does it mean that I'm putting it into my mouth? So, you know, a lot of us don't pay attention to that. Yeah. Um, you know, and that, and that's really unfortunate. We also discuss things like pesticides and herbicides, you know, and how this is contaminating our food. Um, one of the great things we mention in here and we, we bring, uh, some, We're hopefully some readers to this website called the environmental working group.org where they've trademarked this term as the clean 15 and the dirty 12. Yes. I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. These are the vegetables and fruits that, you know, Hey, take a look at these. These are the ones that are clean. They're not affected by too many pesticides. Um, and here are the ones you definitely want to consider staying away from. So repeat the name of that Um, website again. So the website you can find is E W G. Dot org. Environmental working group. That's what it stands
1: for. Yeah. And they talk about the clean 15 and what is it? The dirty dozen or something.
0: Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's, that's a big new term. A lot of people are talking about that. All right. So, so why don't you talk about one or two more things that maybe we're not aware of? I mean, we know, you know, too much fat is bad and, and, and we know too much sugar is bad, but there are a couple of unique ones in there. that I thought, no, people need to hear this from him. And one of them was our salt intake, which we just overlook sometimes.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Salt's a big deal. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting. About 50%, 60% of people with hypertension are salt-sensitized. Um, so what that means is if you intake salt, your blood pressure is going to go up. So we know that's happening in, in our elderly population. We know it's a prevalent or um, overweight population. So really, if you also want to look at your cardiovascular disease, rate of cardiovascular, you've got to cut the salt down. And salt is in everything. Yeah. Uh, just like sugar, it's very prevalent. Um, so, you know, one of the things there, to know about salt is, yeah, you can actually, if you have hypertension, one of the things we actually recommend for, uh, you know, one of my friends, he's on something called the DASH diet, um, the dietary approaches to stop hypertension. And what this does, it really looks at lowering the sodium in foods and bringing in foods that are rich in potassium, magne- magnesium, and calcium. And by doing this, um, it's actually demonstrated, um, evidence space that it will lower your blood pressure. So really on this diet, what you're aiming to do is consume more vegetables, fruits, whole grains, fish, poultry, nuts, and stay away from those big red meats, um, you know, red wine and sweets and other things that you could find. You know, you'd be surprised at what salt's actually in. Um, You go to the restaurant and you order, let's say, stir fry or you order some vegetables. Um, Huge culprit of having just being loaded with salt.
1: Yeah, so, y- yeah, and I want to make sure
0: out is dangerous.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think we all know that. And some of what you're saying, and, I, and I'm not putting this down, but it is intuitive. We've heard we Correct. should eat vegetables and fruits and whole grains and fish and poultry. we've heard that. But but you have some unique things in this that I want to you know get people to be able to glean from you. So that it's new things so that mamas can take this away and teach their children these habits, but also help their own health right now. I mean, I am not kidding. I think there are a ton of people that are really upset about what COVID has done to their their kind of well-being, um, that they've been stressed out and that has hurt their health, that they have been sitting around and not exercising the way they normally would. They've been eating differently. I mean, it, people want to get back on track. And and I'm hoping that some of your advice today is going to help them get there. Again, uh, Dr. Th- I'm always so afraid to say your name. Dr. Thestrup um, <laughs> is, ki- is kindly giving away a couple of copies of this. Uh, I, I know we've got one or two callers already, but you can also email us. Eat, Sleep, Move, Breathe is the book. Uh, 303- Eight seven three one nine three five or channelmom@ at gmail.com. Feel free to reach out and we'll see if we have any copies left. All right, I want to get to one or two more things about food before we go on to sleep, move, and breathe, and why we need these things. Um, and we, you know, we've only got about 10 minutes left, so we've got to be fast. What about um, the, the grocery shopping? Because I think a lot of people think, I don't have time to look at labels all day. Can you give me some quick tips, because I know you got it in your book, about how I grocery shop?
0: Yeah, so you know it's interesting. Um, if you grocery shop, uh, have ever paid attention to where the foods are in the grocery store? So one of the recommendations we have in our book is stay on the periphery of the grocery store. Yeah, um, you know that's where you generally find your vegetables, fruits, and your healthier items. You know when you start looking in those center aisles, you come across those amazing aisles like cereal, right? The one that kids run straight to. Yeah, um, you might as well just put a bucket of sugar in the middle of that whole aisle because that's what all that is. Yeah, and a lot of your processed food, processed meats, which we know are linked to cancer, um, you know, you're going to find them in those center aisles. But on the periphery is where you're going to find a lot of your healthier items. Yeah, um,
1: yeah, yeah. One yeah, of the yeah. things
0: we go ahead.
1: Well, you uh, I I had said that you're going to talk about some of the foods that we can eat to avoid cancer and to build our immune system. Can you mention that?
0: Yeah, so one of the things that we always worry about are processed foods. We know they've been linked to certain cancer. And the reason why, and some of those I'll give you an example, is the hydrated oils or vegetable oils. And the reason why is they have high levels of omega-6 fatty acids, and we know that they can lead to heart disease, cancer. We also know that foods with excess nitrates, which get converted to something called N-nitroso. This is associated with developing cancer. Artificial sweeter, sweeteners, yeah. um, such as a spark aim, which is used in sodas, cereals. It actually breaks down in the body to a toxin called DKP. Um, and even that's been associated with cancer. So we're finding a lot of these chemicals within our daily foods. Now, at the same time, these are also suppressing your immune system, which obviously is something we definitely need right now during COVID. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to immune system health, we always think about antioxidants. And the reason why we always hear about antioxidants is because they work by preventing damage to our cells, which occur from unstable molecules called free radicals. Yeah. So to give you an idea, things that increase free radicals that cause this internal inflammation are you know your sugars, your heavily processed oils, your refined carbs like your white flour rice, white rice, air pollution, smoking, all these things create what's called oxidative stress that leaks this high-level inflammation and can increase your risk of illness. Well, and I have so, a the-
1: theory too, and, I, and this is me not being a doctor and potentially being ignorant, but I think some of our fillers have become dangerous, that we put so much corn in everything and so much soy in everything, yeah. and everything, and soy's got estrogen, and, and maybe we're getting too much of that, as women especially. So I, there are there are multitudes of things, yes, and here's the thing I want to weigh in on really quick mamas listening today may think, oh, my goodness, how do I change all this? You know, my kid's 15 and and we've been eating unhealthfully. There's always hope. And if you won't do it for yourself, do it for your child. Teach your child new habits. I was able to do that with my kids. You know, I messed up. But then I was able to redirect. And we can certainly do that. We do need to move on to the other three, though. So can you talk to us about how we're missing out on sleep and how we can rededicate ourselves to getting more sleep?
0: It's, it's somehow sleep's uh, fallen off the track of importance. And, and I have to admit through my training, I, I was definitely not the best at sleep for certain periods of my life. But you know, he, the thing with sleep that's really getting us is uh, I, I think it's our cell phones, our TVs. Yeah. We're just not creating environments that are healthy for sleep. So when you look at sleep, there are some things that you really need to take uh, pay attention to. And one is the environment that you're creating in that bedroom. Most of the time when I have friends that come to me and say, hey, I can't fall asleep, I say, hey, let's go to your bedroom, let's take a look at it. Um, The first thing I see on the wall is a 60-inch flat screen TV. And I ask, so when do you watch that TV? Oh, right before I go to bed. Well, if you don't have blue light blockers, that's a problem. But even then, people have to realize blue light isn't the only type of light that can actually prevent you from falling asleep and suppressing that melatonin that you need to fall asleep. Other things that we find are people keep their rooms too warm. It's actually been studied that to have good, adequate sleep, the optimal temperature is 68 degrees or less. Okay. I'm a Houstonian. Most people here feel that's way too cold. Um, but I, I think actually I sleep much better in a cooler environment. Most people have told us to. Actually, works really well for them. Yeah, actually, um, I, feel not, go ahead. I feel better.
1: I feel better because we have Absolutely. like a space heater in our bedroom sometimes in the winter. And and if I if that thing gets too hot, I literally feel sick in the morning. So so we do need to to turn down the temperature. I, I'm sorry, to Russia, but we only have five minutes left. Well, actually, four yeah. minutes left. So I want to make sure we get at least a little bit in on moving and breathing. Um, and you talk about the three sort of modems. or or means of movement that you recommend, which is that you got to get your breath out. You got to breathe hard. You got to lift weights and you got to stretch. Tell us why we need all three of those things.
0: So breathing actually influences your cardiovascular health. um, And that's really important. You need to build up an aerobic stamina. So if you're not doing an activity that gets your heart rate up, you're not going to get into that optimal zone to build cardiac health, strengthen that cardiac muscle and build your aerobic capacity. Stretching, Stretching is just so important. Um, as you get older, everything gets tighter. It's easy to get injured. Uh, you really need to be warming up and then stretching pre and definitely post-workout because one of the things that has been studied is if you're unable to sit from a standing position, unable to get up from a sitting position, um, You know they had a great study on sitting crisscross applesauce and getting up from that position without using your arms and looking at long-term morbidity um, you're going to have problems. So, and part of that is the immobility we get as we get older. Okay. I'm interrupting uh, you again.
1: Last... I, I yep. want you to know I do that. I do that thing. It's like my own little personal <laughs> test. I go crisscross applesauce and then I see if I can stand up without my hands. I've been doing that for the last five years. So I was so happy to see that in your book. Cause I'm like, oh, I can do that. I can do that. Um, all right. So, so finish quickly on that. Cause I want you to at least have a minute or two about, uh, breathing meditation, prayer. Um, but just finish up on movement really quick.
0: Yeah, so the last one is using strength training. And what this has to do with also your bone your bone health. So as you know, as we get older, um, you know, our calcium levels go down, the density of our bone goes down, and you're just at risk for fractures. One way to maintain that's one obviously supplements, but the other is actually doing some level of strength training. And this is important for, one, develop your muscles, but also your bone health. And in the process of doing that, you're also... Um, increasing your range of motion by doing those movements. So that's why we really recommend those three. And if you look at the amount we're looking at recommendation for adults, you're looking at about 150 minutes of moderate exercise Mm -hmm. a week. And what I mean by moderate means I I can't sing while I'm working out, but I may be able to have a conversation with you. Okay. But that's if a good I'm doing a vigorous workout, I can't speak to you and I can't sing to you. So that's <laughs> kind of how you can gauge it.
1: Okay, that's that's well, that's a good directive. Lastly, you've got about a minute to talk about this, even though it's deeply important. Um, and that is that we need to breathe, we need to to you use the word meditate, I would use the word prayer. Those are truly beneficial to our health. Yes?
0: Absolutely. So prayer, meditation, they're they're hand in hand. It's the focus on something Um, for me, it's, it's, it's a very spiritual thing. So I, you know, deep prayer is very similar, is the same thing as meditation. Um, but really what deep prayer meditation does, it actually decreases that sympathetic tone in your body and increases that parasympathetic tone. And if you remember the sympathetic tone is that fight or flight response. And when you have that response, your heart rates up, your respiratory rates up, you're very stressed. But when you stimulate that parasympathetic tone, it actually decreases your heart rate. It slows your breath. It decreases your stress hormones. And it's been shown to decrease uh, the rate of depression. And um, it's also been shown to improve symptoms of anxiety, obviously, because if you're stimulating your parasympathetic system, you're not gonna be as anxious or feeling as anxious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's other things about, go ahead,
1: ahead. Hey, we just we have to wrap up um sure. find you and find the book so the book is eat sleep move breathe a beginner's guide to living a healthy lifestyle by dr lars Thastrup and uh his friend whose last name i cannot pronounce uh jennifer is it flieger flagar flagar and connor martin uh you I mean, where can they find you and where can they find the book doctor
0: um you can find me on Instagram, Living Healthy MD. That is uh, my account there. And what I do is I release updates about what we have from our book and new uh, concepts for research that's coming out. And the book can be found on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. Um, Google it, you'll find it.
1: Okay. Well, bless you for all this good advice. Thank you. Um, happy spring. And thanks so much for being on Channel Mom.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: Oh, sure. Take care. All righty. So I just want to let you know next week, this week we were helping you with uh, your overall health and. Uh, even weight loss maybe next week 10 time-saving tips for busy parents i think a lot of people who are also homeschooling and working inside of the home and outside of the home are going to need this dr battles is going to be with us next week for that you know this is the time in the show where i thank you for all you do you may feel over i certainly feel overlooked sometimes you may feel overlooked underappreciated uh like nobody thanks you and you are doing a ton as a mother and a lot of dads out there as well So I am here to thank you. Your job is enormously important. You are shaping the next generation. So thank you for all you do as moms. Be sure to check us out, channelmom.com. You can become a partner and support us to keep us on the air. Uh, Channelmom.com, you can find the donate button there. God bless you. Oh, remember, Facebook, Monday Mom Prayer at noon on Mondays at Channel Mom. God bless you guys. Have a good weekend.
2: From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you, and may God bless each mom and her family.